0: Hey guys, have you ever stopped to think about the path that you've been led down in life? Like from the moment you're born, your parents, teachers, employers, coaches, friends, you know, they all influence your decisions and beliefs. But are you truly on track to living the life you actually want? Like you may have continued to work hard and save money for years and years and years with the goal of like buying your own home, right? But is this enough to secure the future for your kids and you know, give you the financial stability that you kind of need. Look, i I didn't choose to invest in property randomly. Like investing in property to me was the vehicle to truly secure my future and achieve financial stability. Like that was really it. And while that may, it might seem daunting at first, um, it's still like the one one of the smartest and most profitable decisions you know you can do professionally by investing in property, You can take control of your financial future and build wealth for yourself and your family. You know, property investing, as we all know, provides a tangible asset that can increase in value over time, you know, generate long-term passive income streams, and obviously side benefit is reduced tax. But here's the catch. You actually need to know what you're doing. You can't just outsource it. And so for that, I'm truly grateful that you are with me and you come back here, listen to Australian Property Mastery with PK every single week, whether you're at the gym, you're walking your dog, you're in the car, going back, coming back from work or cooking, whatever it is, no one can make up for true knowledge. You know, No one really cares about your money as much as you do. So that's the catch. And if you can empower and educate yourself and inspire yourself... Mm-hmm then you've really, you know, overcome that catch because that is really the only thing holding you back. And in this episode, actually, I have to say the audio quality is going to be pretty crap because I actually went back and I was listening to some of the things I was just recording, mostly just for myself, um, a number of years ago. And so I'm just walking around with my son and we're in a playground. And, you know, these two things that I'm going to talk about, the first thing is about how to build and review a property portfolio if you already have properties. Okay, so how do we actually assess whether we should let go of some, keep some, if we're on the right track or not? That's gonna be the first part of the episode. And the second is real estate exit strategies, like how to build passive income and leave your nine to five in terms of your exit strategy. What is the different exit strategies high risk, low risk, short term, long term that you can pursue. So once again, I profusely apologize for the very average sound quality, um, but hopefully the actual quality of the content um, makes up for it. All right. So the first part is how to build and review a property portfolio. This episode or these next few minutes really describe what you should do if you are kind of like an accidental property investor and you already hold some properties and you actually don't know whether they're good or bad. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Oz Property Investment Mastery Podcast. My name is PK and I help busy people build passive income by buying top 5% growth and cash flow property and build a portfolio using data without wasting months doing research, spending weekends at inspection or catching flights, or dropping ten dollars to $20,000 on buyer's agents every single time. So if you're confused, lack confidence, and just overwhelmed with all the information and marketing misinformation available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. Some people have been saying that when they started property investing, it was because they moved house and they didn't really want to sell their old house or they were sort of rushed into property investing back in the day and they don't really know what to do um, with, with their current investment property or properties. It was accidental it wasn't intentional there there was no real strategy behind those that purchase or those purchases um, so they don't really know whether that property or those properties are good for their property portfolio now that they're taking things more seriously okay and look the recommendation from from me to you if if you're in, in that boat is to make sure that you're not complacent If you have a property, if you have multiple properties, but they were accidental, they weren't bought with intentionality, they weren't bought with a clear purpose of growth or development or granny flat or yield or XYZ, then really assess what you need to do about them. Okay, so imagine you didn't have them for a second and just think in 10 years time, what is my goal? What do I actually want to get out of property investing? Um, Property investing is a vehicle for some outcome in the future. So what is my goal in 10 years time? And therefore, what is my strategy? Okay. And then once you have that strategy, then in that context, in that lens, assess does this property fit into that strategy? Okay. If it doesn't, then don't be emotional. Don't hold on to it just because you already have it. Okay. I've seen so many people hold a property, for 5 years, 10 years, 15 years just because they already have it and it's done nothing for them and it's inhibited them being able to buy more property and it's inhibited them from being able to produce a passive cash flow, a passive income for themselves and and their families, okay? So put it through the ringer, put it through the test, put it through the system of will this property grow in the first 5 years, okay? I'm not talking about infrastructure that mythical statement or growth corridors is the data are the 20 30 35 data factors their trends their relative importance is that system saying that this property will grow in the short term that's one question and second question is is it giving me a good yield and when i say a good yield i mean Assume it's on a it, 90% LVR or 100% LVR. Is it positive cash flow, right? Just because you can hold on to it, manage to scrape by, doesn't mean that it's a good property to hold. Okay, so really be true to yourself. Really be harsh to some extent to yourself and say, look, if I was here today, would I buy this property? And if the answer is no, then in most cases, the answer really need to. Um, say to yourself is, this is not a good property for me to hold, there's an opportunity cost. If I sell this, and I know there's transaction costs, if I sell this, I can get something better. I can actually achieve that goal that I want to in 10 years time, and I can actually achieve a passive income. If you're emotionally attached to it, or you just can't be bothered with the whole thing, then you're really shooting yourself in the foot. Hopefully that part was was interesting and useful and provided you value. The second part of the episode is all around exit strategies, how to actually leave your nine to five job and retire early. We'll talk about the right exit strategy and how it can accelerate your passive in, income, that is to live off. And this is what needs to be considered before you invest. okay, So if you haven't invested in any properties, like you're actually learning the best part at the start and it's important to learn how to exit even before you enter, here we go. Before we invest in the first property or the second property or the third property, ideally before we spent any money at all, we want to be thinking about how we're going to exit this whole property investment thing to be able to just earn passive income okay so obviously the goal is whether it's one year's time or whether it's ten years time or whether it's seven years time or 15 years time the goal is to earn passive income for most people it might not be for you it might not be um, you know in those years or those time horizons but for most people the, 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 um the goal is definitely to earn a passive income and that exit strategy is the most important thing okay so how are we going to exit our property investment so that we're left with passive income. There's various ways to go about it. There's various strategies that you can um, approach and and go down so that you actually don't even need to exit. Um, But I'm going to talk about three real quick right now. The first strategy is what a lot of people already know. You might know this, you might not. It's where you build up a, a portfolio. Let's say it's a $3 million portfolio. You let it double over a set period of time, let's say 10 years or 15 years. Um, Obviously, not all property doubles in that time frame, but let's just go with that for now. Um, And then what you do, you've got six properties worth 6 million in 15 years' time or 10 years' time. You've let them double. You just take three of them, you pay off, uh, sorry, you sell those three and you use the cash to pay off the three you still have. And so therefore now you have three properties left, with no debt on them. You've used the cash from the sales to pay down the debt of the three you all, that you still have. So you've got three properties, probably worth around one and a half million dollars to two million dollars, still increasing in value every year, um, now paying you a passive income of, let's call it, 50000 to $150,000. All these are generalizations, obviously specific numbers would, would vary. Another strategy that you can do is where Instead of paying off those properties, that portfolio—let's say it's a three million dollar portfolio—and it increases by a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars every year, very likely um, scenario. What some people do is instead of selling the properties to pay off the debt, they just take equity every year. Every year the portfolio is increasing in value, they pull out equity. They extract that equity, that profit, or quote unquote profit. And they just live off that. That becomes their income, okay? I'm not recommending that that strategy, but it's a viable strategy for a lot of people that have that risk tolerance. So they never have to sell their properties, they never have to pay down the debt. Because the properties are always increasing in value, they're able to live off that. That's another exit strategy. Um, another exit strategy, one that I personally do, and one that I personally help my clients achieve as well, is a little bit of a mixture. So buying very good properties in very good suburbs let's say you acquire five or six properties over five years let them they may not have doubled right in five years but let's say you have five hundred thousand to eight hundred thousand of um of equity in the in that portfolio over five to ten years or five to eight years instead of selling it you just extract that equity and you put it into development projects, right? So you're not the one having to do the development projects, but you take that equity and you put it into development projects that pay you 10 to 15%, right? This is the the sort of projects that that I do or that I am exposed to. Um, And I myself put money into these projects and my clients put money into these sorts of projects, whether they're mine or, or someone else's. And so the advantage of this exit strategy is that Whereas residential real estate in Australia generally pays around 5% yield or a little bit less in terms of net yield, now because you're accessing these development projects, you're getting 10 to 15% yield, you're getting 10 to 15% return on your money. So if you have, let's say, $500,000 equity, very achievable over 5 to 10 years if, if you know what you're doing and you have the right circumstances to start. You know $500,000 of equity is giving you very conservatively $50,000 of passive income now realistically these projects at least the ones that I uh, offer to my clients will get more than 10% um, return so 10 to 15% return you're looking at $75,000 of passive income that's only after five or eight years you know fast forward 10 to 15 years now you're on a million dollars of equity or more you know you've you've bought really well Um, And now you're either extracting that equity or selling off a couple of assets, taking that million dollars and Whereas in normal residential real estate you'd achieve three four percent net yield, you're getting ten to fifteen percent So obviously ten to fifteen percent on a million dollars of equity is a hundred to hundred fifty thousand dollars There's your six-figure passive income Happy days, right? So The strategy, the tactics, the specific properties, the sequence of those properties, the timing of those properties, that all will depend based on your end goal, your ultimate uh, exit strategy. So when you think about property investment, it's not as easy as, or it's not as simple as, hey, which property should I buy? Reverse engineer your outcome, okay? How much passive income do you want? and how you're gonna get there. There's different ways to go about it, different risk tolerances, different financial circumstances, income levels, blah, 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 blah. But it's very, very, very possible to generate a passive income of six figures from property investing over the long term. And by the long term, I mean five to 15 years, depending on who you are, depending on your starting position. And of course, how well you buy. Um, so, I mean, I could talk for hours about this. It's really interesting. and and actually really exciting for for most everyday people who really can't see themselves earning a passive income in many other ways and really don't want to rely on the pension. I hope that part two was really useful as well, guys. I'm really grateful that you're with me, and I'm really, really grateful for everyone who leaves reviews, of course, as well, on Spotify and iTunes. We have so many now, more than 150 or even 200, I think. So that's really awesome. I just want to remind you as well, I don't do this very often, but if you don't follow me on YouTube, like that is where I breathe even more life into this content, sharing charts and graphs and and pictures and really illustrating visually you know, these concepts and proving everything with cold, hard data. So join my YouTube channel, Australian Property Mastery with PK. And also, if you're not part of it, you're really missing out on my Facebook group, more than 30,000 amazing members, It's amazing community, Australian Property Mastery with PK again. But nonetheless, thank you for being with me every week here on this podcast, Australian Property Mastery with PK. And I'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.